Welcome to another edition of the Leboot Fitness for All podcast. I'm your host, Cam Jenkins. And on the line today, we have Donovan from... Do you want to introduce uh, yourself, Donovan? Yes, yes. I'm from Covington, Georgia. Perfect. And you have a very unique business. Um, and it all has to do with chair workouts. Um, do you want to tell the listeners uh, how that concept started off? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, um, you know, I've, I've authored a book called No Excuses Fitness, where it's teaching people basically how to exercise, even if you don't have the ability like most athletes. And mm-hmm. then I had a gym in the Bronx called Six Elements of Fitness, where I taught people in the community um, in lower lower income communities how to get healthy without having to spend an arm and a leg. So mm-hmm. from that point, I was uh, training people like Dr. Oz, doing a lot of online programs, lots of TV shows, lots of uh, public speaking engagements. And the more I started talking about fitness and analyzing the journey of health, I realized that fitness began to focus too much on just the physical stature, more as to Mm -hmm. how I look in a mirror and what does my butt look like? What does my chest look like? And that's where a lot of people started using more unhealthier products to get to where their bodies needed to get to. So then I started looking at the older audience and, of course, the younger audience who suffered with maybe an injury or maybe military who have, you know, had severe things happen during certain times of their life. And you had moms and cops and teachers and all these different things. Well, long behold, I had a good friend of mine, Richard, at the time who was about 500 pounds. And Richard was able to do 20 push-ups straight at 500 pounds. He was still pretty fit but he was struggling with many other ailments. And then I said, you know what, bro, we got you to take off 80 pounds at one point. Now you're going backwards. Let's try something different. So I had him sit down on a couch and I said, I'm going to show you some stuff you can do sitting down and you are going to feel the burn, my man. So we started training. I recorded the whole thing. I wish I could find that video. This was years ago, like 2008. And from that point on, he had a fantastic workout. He sweated a lot. Uh, And I loved it. So what I did was I bought that video and showed it to Dr. Oz. And we we did a segment called No Excuses Workouts Mm -hmm. on DrOz.com, which is still up there. This was years back. And that's what really catapulted me to start to start really becoming the cheer workouts king, the guy known as the cheer workouts king who teaches people how to use a chair to get healthy. And myself being a, or a former para-athlete, I just think it's, um, this is the first time I've ever seen this. And I just think it's so unique and it's so great, uh, especially like for someone like a uh, para-athlete uh, that would get uh, great use out of this. Absolutely. And, and that's the key, right? The word athlete. I use the term chair athlete. If somebody was the type of chairathlete.com, online, they will, it would take them to cheerworkouts.com because athleticism does not come from what, oh, I used to do this when I was in college or I was doing this when I was in high school and I can't do it anymore. That's when I used to be an athlete. No, if you could move your body, you're still an athlete. You just have to move your body differently. So for people that did what you did and you have para-athletes, you have all these other people that did so many things before but can no longer do specific movements, well, there are thousands of other movements that I teach you that you can do. Now, here's the thing, Cam. 
when I'm coaching people, I'm not coaching you nicely. I'm not saying, oh, you don't have any legs right now, so I'm going to be nice to you. No, I'm training you like an athlete. The only difference is you're sitting down. But I did not say that the workout was going to be easy. The workout has to challenge your mind. It has to challenge your brain. You, have, you feel like you did. And here's the thing. The wow factor, when anybody tries the cheer workout that I teach, they get a huge wow factor because they come in with the ideology that it's going to be simple. It's going to be easy. No, it's not. No, you're going to work and you're going to work hard and you're going to feel fantastic. And not only is it going to feel good physically, but it's going to feel good mentally as well. Um, let's maybe focus on the mental part and how fitness really does help uh, mentally because we are in the times of COVID. And I know here where I am, uh, we're kind of in a lockdown and kind of uh, we're in our, our, well, myself in my apartment. So can you maybe talk about the uh, mental side of uh, the fitness? Absolutely. Uh, fitness to me, it starts with the mental, right? When you go, when you focus on the mindset, mindset can do two things. It can encourage you or it can discourage you. And the mind really is where the media tends to attack because we, we understand that the mind is a powerful weapon. And during these times of COVID-19 or quarantine and all these issues before COVID-19, here in America, we're losing 300,000 people dying every year. They're dying because of you know, sedentary living. They're not doing anything active. When you're not moving, your whole entire system, your circulatory system, cardiovascular, cardiopulmonary, musculoskeletal, lymphatic system, reproductive system, digestive system, all of these systems begin to shut down because you're not giving it enough movement to encourage blood circulation. Blood circulation has to happen in order for your health to increase. If you have no blood flow, that means that your brain is dying, your heart is dying, your kidneys are dying. So when we go to the mental aspect, the least times that you exercise, you are reducing the cells in your brain. As your brain cells begin to reduce, then your whole entire focus begins to reduce. Everything looks obscure. Once you begin to implement movement, then you automatically will start to feel better. When you're stuck at home, guess what? You're sitting down, you're watching TV. I'm not saying don't watch TV. What I'm telling you is to lift your arms above your head 20 times. Lift your legs above your head, lift the legs above the hips 20 times. You know, take your arms in front, move your neck. Do something to keep yourself going. Because we are trained to believe that you need a gym to work out. When in fact, you wake up in your gym all the time. That's your body. And that's where the mind takes over. The mind has to be powerful enough. You have to develop the callus so you can go beyond the world's issues. Because we will get destroyed with this media and the information being shared in the media if we don't stop to think for ourselves. And you mentioned before, um, I just wanted to kind of uh, go over this as well, that uh, you were helping people out that were in uh, low-income uh, housing or areas. Um, can you maybe talk a little bit about that and why you're so passionate um, to help uh, that part of the population? Absolutely. We live in an age where water, we have to buy water. I mean, think about it. We have to buy water, natural resource that's given to us by the creator. 
that's given to us by nature. Mm -hmm. So same thing applies to fitness. We live in a day and age that in order for you to have access to a gym, you have to spend how much money now per month when you have four kids at home and you have a low paying job in order for you to get a personal trainer. Like I'm not a cheap personal trainer. I'm a very expensive coach. I'm not even a personal trainer anymore. My fees that I caught that I charge, I work with millionaires and billionaires all across the country. So this allows me the ability to be able to focus on people that are lower income because the lower income class, which is where I'm from, is where we are the ones who are keeping the country moving. We're the ones that's working in the factories, in the warehouses. We're the one that's doing this and doing that and deliveries and all these different things. And we have no outlet. So when I started my gym, I said, you know what? I need to create an outlet for my for my people in my community. When I say my people, I'm not talking about blacks or whites. We had a mixture of everybody. I went, I uh, mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm going to open up my gym. A good friend of mine, um, God rest his soul, his name is Joseph Agresta. He's the owner for Benzel Bush, one of the biggest Benz companies in New Jersey. Uh, he donated $10,000 to me. I was able to get that money, put my money together, no banks, no loans. And I, I took my own money and opened up a gym in the area. And it was such a blessing to see people having a place, not only where they can work out, but where they can come and remove stress. We had different gang members coming to the gym. We had cops coming to the gym, politicians coming to the gym. Everybody who, were, who would have been enemies on the streets, the gym brought everyone together. And they became the security for the gym because that became a hub where you could go and just be you and just have a good time. So that's the reason what started me to focus on the lower income people who couldn't afford me as a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are a person of color. So can you maybe tell the listeners, um, being a person of color, uh, how that, um, just how, like, how was it different for you being a person of color and starting a gym and being an entrepreneur? It wasn't different for me at all. I look at all of us as people of color. If you're white, you have a color. If you're black, you have a color. If you're Spanish, you have a color. We're all people of color. So when I say, you know, a person of color, it's all of us. There was no difference for me because here in America, at least, I'm from Jamaica, right? But here in America, you have a lot of freedom that you can literally go out there and make movements. You can make money. You can, you can create things. You can worship what you want to worship. You can go to school and learn the same way a white person can go and do it. A black man can do the same thing. See, I'm not a person that look at my life and say, oh, I grew, up in, I grew up in the Bronx and I'm poor and woe's me. No, I'm a hard worker. So what I did, I put my mind to it and started making amazing connections to people. I started connecting with people by traveling, going to different areas. I would leave the Bronx and, and visit wealthier neighborhoods and I would stay there and look at houses and I would see white people coming out of these rich houses and I'll see black people coming out of these rich houses. I'm like, listen, anybody can do this. We need to remove the, the stigma of black and white and I'm black and I'm, I'm, I'm oppressed. The oppression word is a word that's put out there to keep black people down. We, I don't believe in black people being oppressed. Yes, there are certain things that is harder. Yes, you're going to find more of, of uh, more negative feedback based on the stereotype that, hey, he's black, he's probably a gangster, or he's probably a drug dealer. But when I look at the reality behind that, I have a lot of black people who are in the hip-hop industry that's portraying that same thing. 
So we as a people have to be able to, to be able to reframe our um, stereotypes and really show people from the world that not all black people are gangsters. You know, not all black people are ignorant. Not all black people are this. Just like how not all white people are racist and not all white people are smart and not all white people is rich. So we, not all Chinese people know Kung Fu. So it, it, it's, it's taking away the, the stereotypes and really start to live a more collective life and stop giving life to just the negative things. Absolutely. And that's one thing that uh, one of my mottos is that, you know, I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. And also something that I live by is, is that uh, everyone has challenges. It's just that some are more noticeable than others. So it's, uh, you had some great insight into that. And thank you very much for being so authentic and speaking about that. Absolutely. Now, for uh, the chair workouts, um, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about what type of chair workouts that you do, like as far as for strength and cardio and core, uh, all of those types of exercises? Yeah, you know, chair workouts, is there are plenty of movements that's much more challenging to do while you're sitting down rather than standing. So I give people an overall perspective, a visual component of how you can train your body while you're sitting down. You could be in an office, because listen, you can go to the gym for an hour and it does not take away your uh, ability to get what's called a sitting disease. And the sitting disease is where you literally shut down your cortisol, all your hormones get shut down, your muscles begin to lose itself, go through atrophy, your heart begins to not work properly. So the idea is to show you, hey, you can do a beginner's workout, an intermediate workout, you can do an advanced workout, and I even have a section called Fit Camp, which is not cheer workouts. But we're hitting cardio. We're hitting strength. We're hitting flexibility. We're hitting mobility. I work with the aphasia community, aphasia, which is people who have strokes and they have uh, lack of limitations or movements on, on one side of the body mm -hmm. versus the next. They have speech. They speak a little slower. So I would have to speak much slower, just like this, for them to capture mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So chair workouts does not have limitations. We're doing weight training. We're using resistance bands. We're using dumbbells. We're doing all these different things, all a plethora of exercises. So it's an all-around all program that teaches you that you can do it, basically. And the slogan is, if you can sit, you can get fit. That's the slogan. That's a damn good slogan to have as well. Thank you, man. It's a powerful slogan. What it does, it makes somebody think. It makes a person think. It takes away the excuses. Now, in Canada, there's a show called the uh, the Dennis, uh, the Maryland Dennis Show. You ever heard of that show? Oh, yeah. I've watched it once or twice yes. before, for sure. I used to travel out there, and I used to do work with them. I did about four different interviews, four live shows with them, and... It got a lot of people in Canada, man, to, to really say, wow, we need to do this. We had the whole audience doing the workouts. And it was fascinating. Right. It was fascinating. I'm always fascinated to see people working out and smiling. They, they work out and they're smiling while they're doing it. They're not grunting. They're smiling because they're saying to themselves, like, whoa, I'm in a dress or I have shoes on and I'm able to do this? What? This is awesome. This is fantastic. <laughs> well, so, well, I... You know, I've only uh, known you now for the last 15, 20 minutes, and I can just tell 
um, how passionate you are and um, the aura around you uh, that you give off. It just is motivating and makes people smile. Um, do you ever have uh, challenges motivating people? No, I don't. You know why? Because let's, let's hear it is, right? I don't like to use the term like I'm a motivational speaker because I'm not. I, I'm just Donovan. Like I'm like this 24 seven. Uh, there were motivational yeah. speakers who have to put on an act to motivate people. Me, I, I don't go outside saying, hey, I'm going to motivate someone. This is just my nature. I believe that yeah. human beings, we're all here collectively together. And I feel like, you know, the loneliest people are the people who motivate. If people think that you're so strong and you're this, no, we all go through struggles. But as far as motivating people, I choose to be me 100% of the times. Like Mark Lieber, when I met Mark Lieber, I met Mark in, I want to mm -hmm. say, maybe it's around like 2012 or one of those things at an Ursha convention in Las, um, in Las Vegas. And Mark and I immediately clicked because the energy we have is just, we're quirky, we're crazy, we're not afraid to laugh, we're not afraid to have fun. And, and, and that's me. Yeah. It's just having fun, right? It's like just making life worth living. Even if you have lost somebody you love, like I've experienced that recently, you, you have to make life worth living because you're going to wake up one day dead. <laughs> so if you wake up today and you're alive, why not live your life to the fullest? You know, do your workouts, eat your food naturally, tell people you love them, the ones who really care, you know, stop treating people bad. Be comfortable in your skin and love life, you know? So that's, that's how I live my life, Ken, is just enjoying it, man. And that's a great way to do it, man. Um, Want to maybe talk about as well, um, like what's next for chair workouts or, you know, what's the five-year plan? I guess that's always the uh, go-to uh, word uh, for it. But what is next for Donovan for chair workouts moving Oh, beautiful forward? question. That's an excellent question as well. Well, I'm an author. I have a book called No Excuses Fitness. It's my first book. I'm working on my second book, and that book is almost done. But as far as with cheer workouts, the plan is we have the clothing line in place. We're going to start to create the cheer athlete clothing line that people who are involved in this community, they can wear the brand, and they can be a part of that brand. We're also going to be putting a, a resistance band system together for people who travel or, or is at home and they don't have the – the, the money to afford expensive equipment. I'm going to create things like that. And then the initial goal is to get a certification program in place so I can start to get other coaches learning my concept of cheer workouts and showing them how we do it and, and, and expand it that way. So that's the plan. Right now, the website, it's all membership-based. So when people go on the website, they can access a library of all these different workouts for every single level. So we want the website to grow um, for this year. I'm aiming, um, my vision, my goal is to get 4,000 subscribers involved for 2021. And then after that, sky's the limit. And it always will be. You can always move forward and uh, keep doing better, and uh, that's what you're all about, and that's fantastic yes. to see. Um, now, you have different kind of workouts as far as uh, from beginner up to advanced. Um, do you maybe want to talk about, uh, if you're able to 
um, articulate it, uh, what kind of uh, they can expect from a beginner workout and what can they expect from the advanced Absolutely. Workout? So a beginner is, uh, is all seated. All of the exercises is all seated. You're sitting down the whole time. It's mostly you learning how to move your body. And every now and then I'll implement like some lighter dumbbells. Intermediate workouts, you're using mostly strength things like your weights and your bands. You're still seated, but there are certain things where we're doing more elongated movements. Advanced workouts, this is where you go into the really hardcore cheer athlete. Now you're able to jump out the chair and use the chair as that prop. And now you're going heavier dumbbells. Now we're doing squats and we're doing lunges and we're doing leg lifts and all these different things. The fit camp section is for people who love to use barbells, doing pull-ups and dips and squats and jumping jacks and burpees. So the, the, it goes through this, these different tiers. And once you go through these tiers, the hope is a beginner will eventually start to fall into the intermediate because now they get better and stronger and then they can get better and go into the advanced. And now they can look back and say, wow, I remembered when I was only doing only a beginner's thing. Now I'm in the advanced or I'm in the intermediate. So people get a chance to kind of look at their results and say, this is, and this is fantastic. I never thought I'd be able to do that. Like I get people on YouTube, for example, who are in their 80s. And they will literally say, I'm sitting here in tears right now as I'm writing this because I've seen a lot of cheer workout coaches online, but I've never had somebody like you kick my butt. <laughs> it's perfect. Because yeah. like I said, I'm not saying to you like, come on, guys, you have five more reps. You can do this. No way. Let's go. You got five more reps. As a matter of fact, give me 10 more because you can. I don't want to hear no excuses from you. I don't want to hear nothing. Let's go. Give me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching one of your workouts yesterday, and I'm thinking, oh, man, if I was uh, like, if we were person to person, man, you'd be yelling at me nonstop. <laughs> and I would deserve it, and I would yeah. need it. So. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> it's about family, Cam. It's about just developing that rapport. And here's the thing, too, I'm going to tell you, right? I, uh, I have a lot of friends in the industry that are top celebrities, right? And people won't know because I don't brag about it much. But what I do, I don't aim to become no celebrity. I don't aim. I'm not after that. So when people sign up, they get access to me directly. So when I get on the phone with them, they're like, wait a minute, this is Donovan? This is Donovan Green right now? I said, yes, this is Donovan Green. <laughs> so I like, to, I like to reach out to my audience. When somebody clicks the button and says, hey, I want to be a part of his program and I want to financially support by being a member, it means a lot to me. So I make sure that I get in that phone call and I spend 10 to 15 minutes with them and we're just there talking about goals and all these different things. And by the time they're done, you know what? It built a stronger rapport because it's no longer that just virtual. Wow, I actually spoke to him online. I actually spoke to him over the phone. It was more direct, you know, so I keep it fun and I keep it real. Yeah. And kind of keeping it real. Uh, I know that you have recipes on your website oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, man. Are those like all your like your mom's recipes or like what's going oh, on with the recipes and how do they? Yeah, so the recipes. Be? I love to cook. I love to cook. I teach a lot about plant based nutrition. Uh, I don't force my beliefs uh -huh. on people, but I teach a lot about plants and the, and the power of plants. And I show them how to make 
Uh, like in Jamaica, we have a dish called stew peas, but normally stew peas would have beef or pig's tail in it, salted pig's tail. Um, but I show people how to make it without the meat, without the animal. And people try these recipes. I make juices and smoothies, and I'll show them different salads. So I teach an overall concept of just loving your life. And these recipes are are fun. You know, oatmeals, how to make different wraps and veggie wraps and banana peanut butter with strawberries, how my kids love to eat these, how to make raw apple pie. So all these things I share on the website. Yeah, and I'm thinking that I might be just uh, cooking one of these tonight for dinner or for lunch. So send me some. <laughs> Yeah, virtually I'll send you yes, some. Man, for sure, man. So, uh, <laughs> so for the listeners, um, if they want to reach out to you, if they want to be part of the uh, chair workouts, or if they want to get your book, can you give some of those details so the listeners can, uh, yeah, reach out to you and uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, um, all across the board is chair workouts. The website is chairworkouts.com. They can email me at Donovan at chairworkouts. Dot com. They can find me on Instagram at Cheer Workouts. If they go to YouTube, they can type in the best Cheer Workouts or just Cheer Workouts, and they'll see a little orange icon with a chair and a, and a stick figure doing a, 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 a plank on the chair. So very, I'm very easy to find. Very simple. And the book, nice. The well, book, Donovan, it's been an- oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, bro. Sure, the book man. is called No Excuses Fitness. That could be found on Amazon. Um, books a million. They can find it pretty much anywhere they sell books. Yeah, and maybe uh, what I'll do is I'll ask you one more question about uh, the book because uh, we really didn't talk about that too much. Um, how did that book come to be and what's the process of putting it Oh, a there book you go. That's that a good question. Together? I love it. So here's another thing about me that a lot of people don't know. I'm also a business coach. So I teach people a lot about how to grow and expand their business. The, um, the book, when I had my gym, we had a no excuses mindset. The shirt was, says the words, the, the words, the words, um, what did I have? I had the words I can't does not exist. That's what we had the shirt and we were burning up the word. You could see the, the word I can't was on fire, right? And it was literally a no excuses mindset. So I was dealing with people who would come in and feeling down and depressed and sad and everything. And then one day I came in my gym and I saw everybody kind of wasting time in the gym. So I told everybody, turn off the treadmills. I stopped the music. Everybody get out. Everybody out. We're going to take a jog around the block. Everybody, let's go. And I started writing my book from that point. I started writing the book, writing things about, you know, things that I learned, started writing about people I dealt with, different experiences. And a couple of years later, I moved from the Bronx, closed my gym down, moved to Connecticut, and I started putting some information out there. I'm writing a book. I need somebody to edit and um, Nicole, she, her name is Nicole. She introduced me to her husband, Richard Murphy, and he became the, um, the editor for me. He helped me to edit the book and write the book together. And we put the book together. I, I went through 20 different publishing houses. Uh, this is unheard of pretty much for a, for a first-time writer. But 20 different publishing houses went under uh, an auction to auction for the book. They, they, they were going to see who's going to get the highest bid. And I hooked up with a company called Hachette. And that's how I got the book out there. And it was, it was, it was awesome. Did a lot of self-promotions, did a lot of videos. And to this very day, I'm still sharing the book. And that was 2014, by the way. That was six years ago. Yeah. And then you're starting on your second book. And 
you're just uh, overtaking the world. And that's uh, absolutely. And if any of your listeners are thinking about writing a book, the advice I'll give them is to start to create the skeleton of the book, right? Start to create different chapters. And maybe they have blogs, maybe they have content they put on social media. You could always go back to those contents, copy and paste those contents into a Word document and start to add some, some meat to the content. And before you know it, you have your book already written. And all you got to do is just pretty it up. That's it. Awesome. Donovan, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the Libra Fitness Podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. And we certainly have, hope to have you on again. Oh, man, thank you. Time. And thank you for your listeners as well. I appreciate it. I had a great time. Thanks for being real. My pleasure. Uh, once again, uh, this has been Donovan from Chair Workouts. And you've been listening to the Libra Fitness Podcast. And it's hosted by myself, Cam Jenkins.